Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day Hello, everybody, and welcome to Doomsday Dawn, our Pathfinder 2 playtest that has lagged significantly behind the Pathfinder 2 playtest, even like by the time it started, but definitely now. Um, but yeah, we're doing that. So let's introduce our characters. John. It's okay. We're keeping it relevant until, Pat until Pathfinder 2 actually releases. I'm John, and I'm playing Vakhtan, the Half-Orc Ranger. <coughs> All right. Hello, I am Jeremy. I am playing Hale, a human fighter. Jeff? Hey, I'm Jeff, and I'm playing Vix, the goblin sorcerer. And I am Aaron, the GM. So, last time on Pathfinder Doomsday Dawn, the party continued up the Pale Mountain in hoping to enter a tomb and retrieve an artifact called a countdown clock that apparently he holds the date of some upcoming apocalypse. They know that there is also a cult pursuing it, but they know the back way in, so they hope to get there faster. The party he has been ascending the mountain for a while, now having encountered a manticore who seems to have slaughtered a number of gnolls and then was slaughtered in turn by the party. Um, the as they start to reach the peak of their descent and having traveled quite quickly, about four days time, him, um, total journey, uh, no, five days time, sorry, about five days time, total journey so far, um, the party reaches the area where I think there might be box text, I forgot to say. Um, you reached the box text. Brace for box text. <laughs> box text incoming! A narrow path hugs the mountainside. Small puddles of water pool up around the path's outside edge, fed by a water dripping from the upward slope. A prominent overhang protrudes above, sheltering the path from sunlight and the elements. The end of the path is set into the 
mountain. <laughs> Set into the mountainside in a rocky wall, all scored with multiple tool marks. Um, yeah, and at this point, um, and because it doesn't say they're hiding or anything. At this point, I'm just going to take you to the battle map. Okay. Ooh. Battle map? More things for me to kill. More things for me to try to kill and be <laughs> fucked by my knife. <laughs> for, for those that might not have been keeping up 100%, we've discovered that a half-orc ranger is a murder machine. And a half and a and a human fighter might be a murder machine unless he's played by me. <laughs> I've just been trying to kill things and then John steps in and murders them. <laughs> I'll kill that no, that's dead. And then no, that's dead too. <laughs> I think we've had I think we've hit bleed damage once. Yeah, once, and then it immediately killed the thing it was on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, they're not huge. They're just poorly sized. Um, I can't see a thing. Uh, yes. Uh, zoom out and down to the. Oh, here we are. Yeah. Oh, there, there we are. been revealed to you. Um, because I don't have multiple tokens, the guy with the red dot looks different from the others. Okay. But they're all nulls. Um, yeah. You see four nulls, one who clearly has more sort of ornamentation around him than the others, um, seemingly trying to test the door with weapons and tools. I think you can see the white block that's meant to indicate the door. Yes. Yes. Right. And are we like down here? Yeah. yeah, you're essentially off the map in that direction just a little ways. Okay. Um, I can grab your tokens real quick, but um, I wanted to give you guys the opportunity of how you wanted to approach. So, do we want to try what we did last time? It worked pretty well. Uh, the problem, the biggest problem there is that there's no real way for me to get around them. Because this is a very narrow ledge. You're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if and we I... we are fucking giants. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> As I mentioned, this map does not have Snap 2, so... And there's also the language barrier. I mean, I think the language barrier worked to our favor. You could all stay hidden. I could go up and start talking to them and distract them. And you can fire arrows over my shoulder. I pull out my sword and make a society roll uh jeremy i will do that <laughs> I, pull, I pull out my sword and dagger arrows <sighs> yep 
that is accurate. So I am going to roll off of the sheet. Ha ha ha! I am a rebel. Are you? A rebel? I told you, you're welcome to use it. I just don't trust Whoa, it. Oh, 22. Yeah, okay. That's, that's a non-critical success. So um, given information you previously learned that there's that this is a part hunting party sent out, that they've been out for a while, sizing up the knolls you see in front of you, and also oh, with your general knowledge of there was a manticore, you killed it. It definitely killed a lot of knolls. You would suspect that this part of the raiding party probably broke off or retreated when the others were slaughtered. And if you made it clear that you had slain the manticore, you could probably get by them without an issue. How about this? Green skin makes for great kin. Maybe they'll react more positive to me than you. What, you don't want me That's to try to intimidate them? You look, I can do that. You look like a little mini dragon, Bix. I can, like, carry the manticore tail or something. It's bigger than you. Okay, I can drag it. <laughs> I can drag it over my shoulder. All right, fine. You do the talking. Let's see how this goes. I'm sure it will go horribly. But you're better with a bow than I am. You have a bow. <laughs> okay, valid point. I don't. Um, uh, I will produce some manner of the bits of manticore that we carved off of manticore previously. One of you pointedly grabbed a lot of feathers. I grabbed a bunch oh. of quills. Yes. Um, you might have a tail. I don't. I think I, I, don't I, think I cut off the stinger. Right. Yes, you do have the stinger. Um, so I will pull out the stinger. Okay. And just sort of like doing my best, doing my best, like orc hunter, mm -hmm. like impersonation, leaning into the leaning into the orc half of me, um, just sort of like walk up towards the towards the knolls, dragging this or you know, carrying this stinger in one hand with my with Aster on my shoulder. All right. Um. Because Vakton is drawing attention down the corridor this way, I am going to ask the other two of you to make stealth checks at this point. Okay. Oh, not great. What is my stealth? Twelve. All right. Uh, Jeremy, did you want to roll off the sheet or? Yeah, if the sheet is not accounting for a negative one I have. So, oh, okay. Um, so that would be a 10. All right. So, Vakton, you start dragging this scorpion tail down. Obviously, you very immediately draw attention. There's, there's uh, bickering sounds between the gnolls that none of you understand. And, and and the one with the additional adornment and sort of comes to the front and walking up to you. 
weapons drawn. I immediately start barking back in Orcish, uh, attempting to intimidate. Okay. Uh, basically going uh, and holding up the, the scorpion tail and, and in Orcish basically going you're on my hunting grounds get out with this score with this manticore tail in my alright fair enough there's a 18 on the intimidation check Uh, sorry, what did you roll? Eight, an, eight, an 18 on my intimidation check. I don't know if any of them understand Orcish, but if any of them do, maybe it'll help. Using message, I'm going to send a message to Vakhtan. Eat the tail! Eat the tail! Alright, um, let me check real quick what languages Knowles speak in this. No, helpful. Okay. No, speak no. Well, you never know. Absolutely. Uh, they sort of look back and forth at each other, and the commander speaks again. This time, I'm switching to a comment. What is your business here? I'll switch to common then. This is my new hunting ground. I've just killed the last thing that laid claim to it. Tossing the manticore tail down. You should leave. You have held the quiet. What you assume is the null word for manticore. Yes. I'm gonna let him make a be smart and not die check. So I rolled a natural 20 to avoid intimidation. Guess what I rolled to be smart? Two. A one? John is right. <laughs> I was close. Um, he will... He doesn't seem to be aiming to attack you this moment. I will. Her evidence of your... Her conquest. We will take... Take the elements. We wore it down. I draw both my sword and dagger, not in an aggressive manner, but in a you're going to die if you keep this up manner, which might be an aggressive manner. Uh, and just... I mean, if you'd like to join it... I get another intimidation rule? Yeah, go for it. With my... I just picture this, you know, taking the swords out when the... That's a 20. Oh, God, you're going to make me have to kill you, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> think, think, uh, think, um, Jason Momoa, but as an orc. <laughs> so someone who's, who's just annoyed at the prospect of having to clean his swords again. <laughs> so it's a, not, not a natural 20, but a, but a 20 total. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they start moving. They, Leader's going to reach down and try and grab for the scorpion tail on his way out, or are you, you no, I'm not, yeah, I'll let him grab it. Okay, yeah. Well, you are. Okay, 
He's reaching down to grab the scorpion tail. Keep in mind that this is a narrow corridor and your ally is between him and the thing. Uh-huh. I'm aware. Look, I got one job to do right now, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, uh, hold on just a second. Uh, I'm seeing what that... Oh, okay, I'm on a critical. Um... I am going to try and do what I suggested that I would do what I suggested that Vactan do and fire an arrow over Vactan's shoulder into the Knoll's face. All right. <laughs> I'm fairly certain they're firing into melee rules I need to look at because usually I'm a little bit lax on those. In this context, you're specifically in a narrow corridor. That's fine. Um, yeah, no. Absolutely fine. I don't have, a, I literally don't have a ranged attack, so it's like, I yeah. can't shoot over your shoulder, Hell. Oh. Misa the melee orc. Encounter mode. Movements and positions. <laughs> Thank you, Mario Kart. That was Mega Man. Mario Kart. <laughs> I'm tone deaf. You can't expect me to get 8-bit music or whatever, right? <laughs> uh, it is nothing but tones, it's fair. Oh, come on, Pathfinder. You're not telling me that narrow spaces. No, that's for balance. Probably be under cover, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm just going to apply the cover rules. Um, he doesn't know you're there, so he's not specifically taking cover. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna essentially apply it as cover from a large creature because, again, someone in your way in a narrow corridor. Normally, this wouldn't be the case. Uh, okay. So, yeah, make your attack roll. Um, there is an increase to his AC for that. And also, if you natural one, you might hit your ally. Okay. Or critical fail to any extent. Don't worry, this is me. I'm sure I won't roll a natural one. I assume you're aiming for the one who's reaching down? Yep. Cool. Hey, that is a 26. That'll hit. Thanks to a natural 19. Uh, 26 will hit. All right. Is that just a standard hit or a... Non-critical hit. Okay. Sorry. Sort of tilt my neck to one side. You hear the cracking sound as the arrow flies by. So that is. Hold on, just a second here. Uh, do, 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 do. I don't mind this result because they're in a nice narrow line where it means I have to kill them one at a time. <laughs> okay, so that is seven damage. All right. Seven damage. Okay. I warned that you. Happened. Um. 
Yeah, got it. Does he seem more inclined to flee now or inclined to fight now? Oh, he's definitely fighting at this point. All right. Now I get to ask the question, am I rolling initiative with my intimidation? Sure. <laughs> like, that's kind of the last thing I was doing. Everyone else is going to be rolling with perception. Um, or would it be uh, with stealth because they were hiding? They were not hiding. Oh, that's right. Uh, Vakhtan and Vix should be rolling stealth. Sorry. Or, or Hale and Vix. Yeah. yeah, Hale and Vix because... Look, it's been like, what, two weeks since we played? <laughs> 18. Yeah, my intimidation isn't good. It's only a plus two. I get a 19. For fuck's sake, roll 20. But I'm in melee. I don't have to move to start attacking. I need to re-roll, reload roll 20. Sorry, guys. No problem. I will. I'm just put myself... Aha, it worked. So if you, if you do select your... Yeah, selecting the um, token and then hitting initial on a character sheet does indeed add it to the turn order, which I think we discovered last week. Um, and this good. They just roll not great. Okay. Oh, wait, no, he rolled fine. That sounds like the music that you hear when you're playing a Wii and no game is playing. That's like, the Muppet theme. That also wasn't the Muppet theme, no. No, it absolutely was. Whether it was intentional or not, that was the Muppet theme. That's the that's that's the Majora opening. Close to the Muppet theme. It's the it's the it's the Mega Man battle music. It's really close to the Muppet theme. It has always been the Mega Man battle music. It's really close to the Muppet theme, which existed before the Mega Man battle music existed. It also kind of sounds like the chest opening sound from Zelda, just enough that I feel like it's similar. <laughs> oh. John, I recognize it as the Mega Man theme. There you right? go. <laughs> <laughs> so someone is definitely going first. Um... Zakfa is gonna see what he Is that the guy that took an arrow to the face? That is the guy that took an arrow to the face. You took an arrow to the face. You should probably I retire. I was an explorer once like you. <laughs> and then I took an, an arrow to the face. His first action is going to be spent 
Um, Snarl? Ah, no. Actually, that's not going to matter yet. Um, he's going to go after you. Because narrow corner, and they did not position well because your GM is not good at positioning. Bring it on, dog boy. You might not want me to. Well, that's a one, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> this die is not allowed to roll anymore. I'm getting a different one. I am actually going up to where the rest of my dice are. That was three ones in a row. The, the, the half-orc is very intimidating. He strikes out really poorly at you. Um, <clears throat> in, in sort of vaguely the correct direction to hit you. And misses. I just do the anime blade dodge thing. <laughs> just like weave the arrow way. to the face just kind of throws his depth perception. <laughs> he does have an arrow in his eye. That's fair. <laughs> Okay. Black Tom, you go. I would apologize for this, but I'm not sorry. I'm going to use my first action to mark him as my tar- as my hunt target. Mm-hmm. The thing that does a bunch of other things. Uh, <clears throat> and then I'm going to use my... Make sure I have the right thing here. Uh, <clears throat> then I'm going to use my twin takedown ability on him. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Sure, I've got my. I forgot to open. One, one, one set of rules I forgot to open. <laughs> I need to make sure I've got them open. Hunter that. Yeah, my hunter that. Uh, get an extra D4. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Alright. First attack with the neck splitter. That's a natural 20. The second attack with the knuckle dagger. That's a 28. Uh... 28 is gonna hit. Is it also a crit? No. Okay. He has... This is AC is 19, or better. Um... Okay, so... I get to add an extra d6 to the first one, which is also doubled because crit. Uh... Uh, so 24 points of damage to him on the first hit. Second hit, which counts as a, which also counts as a single hit, uh, is going to be eight. So that's 32 points of damage total. Mm-hmm. 38. 
which would be 39 total damage he's taken. Because <clears throat> the seven. I wait. Subtract the arrow damage from that because that's already been calculated. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, thirty-two. It's gonna say. No, I was just. I was just okay. calculating for myself there. Yeah. All right. Uh, is he still up? He is definitely still up. All right. Cool. Uh, then I will use my third. Oh, uh, also he's bleeding, because um, I because I critted him. Um, I will use my third action to make another attack with my knuckle dagger, okay. which has a reduced penalty. My hunt target. That's uh, a six, so that's a twenty to hit for this for the third attack. Mm-hmm. Does a twenty hit? A twenty will hit. Okay. Uh, that's eight points of damage. All right. Okay. And that's my turn. Cool. Fix your turn. Um, Bix is going to yell out uh, just to go. He's going to cast electric arc at the guy in the front and the guy behind him. Uh, they need both need to make a reflex saving throw. All right. Against, uh, what is my DC again? Okay. How much damage does that do? Not a whole lot, but... The DC is... 18. Yeah. Uh, and they rolled a 3. They both got a really good plus, but they don't make it. Yeah. They didn't critically fail, did they? <laughs> Uh, no, no. No, and I only rolled the three for damage, so that kind of sucks. So three damage to each one? or Yep. The electric arc jumps between the two of them. And... That's going to be it for my turn. Okay. Just so it's clear where I'm standing. Yeah. Sorry, I know this is the kind of map where it would have benefited from the walk thing, but... That's fine. I just wanted to... Readjust myself and my bird so that Jeremy could see where the where I was actually standing. Fair enough. Um, that makes it their turn. And this guy is going to move. He can move. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Um. First guy is going to move up to Bix. 
because he can just get there. Second guy can just get there. And I'm going to consider that a spot and say the third guy can get there. He's really, like, pressed up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, he... he uh, I'll give him an AC penalty <laughs> for not being in a full spot, but... All right, so first, one of them's going to strike out at Bix with, with a battle axe. Uh, does a... 8 plus 15 hit you? <laughs> Yeah, I think that will hit. Okay, does that crit you? No, it does not crit. Plus Twenty-three. It does not crit, but it does hit. Very solid. Ooh, okay. Wait. That's ten slashing damage as the battle axe just comes down hard on Bix. Um, oh, they have short bows. Oops, whatever. Um, and I mean, he doesn't have much else he can do, so he's just gonna take a bite attack. Um, Does a nine hit you? A nine misses. Okay. I am really not rolling well for such intimidating enemies. Okay. Bakhtan, you've got two of them on you. Yep. I hate math. Does a 24 hit you? Yes, it does. Does it crit you? No, it does not. All right. And you take four slashing damage from um, the battle axe, and does a 16 hit you? Nope. All right. Um, then there's another battle axe. I, I mean, that's a natural 20, so that hits. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. It hits. Uh, so Minimum damage. That's not quite minimum damage. So that's 12 slashing damage, all told. Um, but no, no like vicious or other credibility things in this case. And he's, he did well. He's going to try and take a bite out of you. That's another natural 20. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey, I'm making up for the guy who rolled three natural ones in a row, okay? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be five piercing damage because that was minimum damage. I have really good AC. Doesn't matter if he quits me, though. Sorry. That's fine. Well, uh,. Yeah, you're in a tight spot with lots of lots of knolls, which may or may not be where you want to be. Um, I mean, Ale. 
All right, I am switching off of my bow because I have realized something. Mm-hmm. Bows suck in Pathfinder. <laughs> not only do you not get any bonus to 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 damage based on your stats, uh, which I which I knew I was fine with, unless you're unless you're using a composite bow. But longbows give you a minus two to hit if you are less or if you are within fifty feet. Oh dear God, that is that really? is. There's a reason why I'm a melee ranger. Fifty feet. Feel like that's going on feedback form. Fifty fucking feet. You see, Jeremy, a longbow is the size of you and. I am aware <laughs> that doesn't mean 50 feet and the maximum range for a longbow is 100 feet. It's not like you're firing this across a battlefield. <laughs> Anyways, I'm switching to my longsword and I am engaging hand to hand with this one that's trying to kill our goblin. You and you you and Austin have similar complaints about completely different things in two different systems. Funny. Did that just, just it, anyway? It's the same reason Austin you hates the grappling rules in five A. Short bows on the backs of these knolls. Yep. Presumably, if you kill them, you might be able to snag a short bow. That's that. That would be good. Um. Didn't you snag a short bow off the last ones we killed? No. Because I didn't think we needed one because I had a longbow. <laughs> to be fair, this is my fault for not having read volley closely enough. The volley trait. Um, first attack is a... Yeah, that's a miss. I'm pretty goddamn sure. On that guy... 14! Yeah. You missed, sorry. Second attack. Six. Third action for a third attack. Eleven. Good old Jeremy Rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I want to point out I had not rolled that good either. I rolled on throughout that turn. My rolls got progressively higher. But your modifier got worse. But my modifier counteracted that roll and those roll increases and then some. So I run up and go Significantly easier to hit than his boss, but you don't manage to hit him. Sorry. I'm just trying to draw attention from Bix. That's how I'm playing it. Um, also, as a reminder, uh... I like the idea that Hale runs up and does like this really like 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 Star Wars choreography style flourishes with the sword while trying to hit just... and then no. misses. And then all the gnolls and Vakhtan just turn and look at Hale like, what the fuck are you doing? That's what he thinks he's doing. (laughs) What he's actually doing is more like Star Wars kid action. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> just they all miss and just like the entire fight stops as we turn and look at you <laughs> it's just what the hell was that the fight does not stop for long no there's an asshole with a lot of stabbing capacity inside wants <clears throat> uh, your fight so he's going to do a thing. All right, I'm going to need to get new dice again because that one keeps rolling 20s. <laughs> I mean, that's when you keep the dice. That's fair. I, I might do that. It seems mean, but I might No, no. Uh, hang on. They're... Follow the rules of paranoia. Step one, <laughs> kill the bastards. I thought it was keep your laser handy. Step one of the GM's guide is kill the bastards. Or rule number one, kill the bastards. No, that's rule two. Rule one is there are no rules, you are the rules. Okay. I'm actually really curious there. You might be correct. I haven't looked up the paranoia rules in a long time. Depends on which edition you're looking at. I should have used my I should have used my third action to twin paranoia. You're not supposed to know the paranoia rules. Anyways. I mean I've run paranoia before. How much damage it's am I taking? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. We got off on a tangent. Um so natural twenty, let me see. Us? Fortunately Never. his scimitar is not deadly. Um but it does have the forceful trait, which I have to look up again. Uh, forceful is every subsequent attack deals plus one additional damage. So every, every time you he hit, subsequent attacks. Yet. Every time you yeah, every time you hit with because uh, I've, I've got it on my on my neck splitter. Every yeah. time you hit with a forceful weapon, the next attack attack gets a plus one to damage. Yeah, cool. Is plus one in the same? That's be in the same turn or just yeah? You just same keep doing same more? turn. Same turn. Like if you've got it, so like if I take three attacks with my forceful weapon, and each one hits subsequently, then the second one will get a plus one, and the third one will get a plus two. Okay, I was just looking at this last round, but my brain is going blank. What happens on criticals in Pathfinder? Uh, the dice double. Right. So whatever the result right. of the dice times two. Yeah, I just did this math. Okay, so that's. 18 slashing damage. Right. He's going to go with his scimitar again because I've he got, got lucky that time. I've got nine hit points left. Having been crit three times in a row now. John, this is potentially not a crit, but 26? That is still a hit, not a crit. But my, my wow. AC is 21. You have to roll a 31 to crit me, not to crit me with okay. Only a natural twenty. I mean, so he has to. He has a plus eleven, so he actually has to crit. He has to roll twenty to crit. Oh, you are okay. correct. Roll uh, kill the bastards is not rule number one. Rule no, it's rule number two. Rule number one is control information. Ration it with miserly reluctance. This is the first edition paranoia player. Okay. Or GM guide. Anyway, that's that's reasonable, and I feel like related enough to how I remembered it that it's relevant. Um, You'll more than nine damage. But we were both kind of wrong. Um, oh, wait. At the start of his turn, he takes bleed damage. 
Hang on. This might. Okay. I, I don't know. If Let it's me know what the bleed damage is. It didn't kill him. Four. All right. Uh, but you take seven slashing damage. Still up. Two is if not zero. Consolation. He's also not looking great. <laughs> um, but that's that's two actions. He's gonna use his third action to bark orders. Gnarled Knoll comes out of his mouth, and and his allies all have the opportunity to um step. Means that he that one's moving there, that one's moving out of the corner, and this guy's saying where he is. My turn. Your turn. Like <coughs> 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 cough out alone. <coughs> okay. First action. I'm going to command Aster. Okay. Aster is going to use both of his actions to peck and claw at the big guy. All right. Uh, so that's a 22 and a 20 flat. 22 hits, 20 hits. Okay. Neither. Uh, so Aster does... Six points of piercing damage. And five points of piercing damage. He looks like he's on his last leg. Literally. Does he look like bleed damage might kill him? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna take that chance, turn, and take and uh, perform a twin takedown on this guy. Okay. Uh, that is twenty-eight to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, actually, that'll crit this guy. Right, and twenty-seven to hit. Does bleed continue or does it reduce each round? No, it just continues. It continues until you take an action to stem the bleeding. Okay. Good to know. It doesn't accumulate, though. It, it never gets higher than what it is. Alright. Uh, there's a 27 also hit. Yeah. 27 also crits. Okay. Double crit this guy. He's not my hunt target, so I don't get to add another an extra d6 to the, to the first attack, but... That's still good. That's still good. Um, 20 and 16. So 36 points of damage uh, as one hit to the guy right next to me. And I will use my third action, regardless of if he dies or not. Also, he's bleeding too. 
Um, well, he's dead, so yeah. Good. Okay, he's good. Well, he's he good. is bleeding. Then he is bleeding. Yes. I'm going to take my third action to perform my twin parry, which increases my AC by two. Still doesn't help me if I crit, but <laughs> if I get crit, but yeah, that's my turn. All right. Ah, still standing. <laughs> that makes it Bix. Okay. Bix pulls out one of the Manticore quills that he's got and chanting a few words, telekinetic projectile right at this guy. All right. No penalty for doing that in melee. Um, it is a ranged attack. So it is a ranged attack. So whatever oh. that has, which gives me twenty-four to hit, and ranged attack in melee. What does that give? And minus two pound. No. Okay, so that's the penalty for being beyond your range increment. Um, we all play the game of finding rules in the rule book. <laughs> I have noticed that it's gotten easier as we've gone along, but yeah. You'd think by this, you'd think by the seventh round, by the seventh like episode, though, we'd have. We'd, we'd, we'd better understand where it was, but the layout of this book is shit. I'm assuming that it's in either weapons or something like that, but... Because that's where all the information on attack rolls is. 70. Each type of ours. No, it just tells you what your attack roll is. I mean, it tells you it tells you what the penalty is maybe for being too far away. Maybe it's maybe in the nothing. cover. Yeah, maybe it's in the cover section. Hang on. Thrill as we look through PDFs. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This probably doesn't make for great entertainment. Um, Quick, Jeremy, start telling jokes. So I would like to talk about <laughs> um, <laughs> I have there is an image and you know what? I'll be nice and I'll put it in. I, I will put it in the Twitch chat just in case um, there is an image and I posted it to my Twitter account and I have many questions about this image. Um, it is, hold on just a second. It is, 
This image is also in Roll20 chat. I have so many goddamn questions about this image. I put it up on the Twitch on the Twitch channel so people can see it. Or on this stream so people can see it. Like So if you're in the podcast, just look for Jeremy on Twitter. Just look for me on Twitter. Um He's wearing lingerie underneath. Why is she why is she only wear why is she wearing lingerie in the snow? Why is she wearing lingerie but also wearing a quote uh, coat? Where is her scabbard? Okay, Actually, for a second thought, don't answer that because I'm afraid I know what the answer is going to be. Scabbard. Um, also, I don't. Uh, she apparently either has a quarterstaff on her back or is holding a very broken halberd in her hand because it doesn't I line up. That's a quarterstaff. Um, where are you going that you need that many weapons but no outer clothing? I don't consider the coat to be outer clothing. That's outer outer clothing. Um. Does the do, does does the uh the 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 necklace around her neck provide automatic armor and warmth? Is that why it's so gaudy? So I didn't um, find what we're looking for, but what I did find is the rules for the thing I was trying to find earlier. Screening <laughs> is what we would have been looking for for shooting through someone. Because oh. I am not finding anything about ranged attacks this close. Yeah, me either. We'll say it's fine in this instance, um, but I strongly suspect that there is some sort of penalty because Pathfinder is more complicated than D and D. And typically, the typically any penalties would be like a minus two. I would imagine. Can't find but, that. Why does I, she need fur lining uh, fur on the boots on her feet? But she doesn't need any any protection from the elements anywhere else, including her head, which is where you lose the majority of your heat. <laughs> so her hoo-ha is probably very cold. Among uh, other I would things. say quite. Um. Okay. As somebody right. pointed out uh, in a reply to her, she has a bruise on her knee. Is that because her scabbard is hidden underneath the coat and because she is not wearing any protection to her legs, she has banged her knee repeatedly against the scabbard? And if so, why has she made that choice and continues to make it to the point that she is traveling among snowbound mountains? Oh, all right. So does the 24 hit? <laughs> and if it does, seven points of damage. Yeah. And I'm going to... Yeah, even though if he gets the attack of opportunity, that's okay. Bix is going to run away behind Hale. <laughs> now we learn if they have the attack of opportunity reaction. Um, that's a good question. He does not seem to. <laughs> Yay! Consequence free. <laughs> 
I do like that not everything can attack of opportunity now. I feel like it frees up. Big screams, launches a quill at him, and runs away. All right. That makes it the warrior's turns. One of them is dead. Well, well, it's, it's not his turn yet. It's his fighter's turn. Well, no, no, no. One of the one of the warriors. He's not yeah. actually dead yet. <laughs> the warrior is dead. Uh, the other two are um, still going pretty strong. And gnolls know their own strength. They're they're reasonably tactical murder bots. Um, so we're gonna. This guy's going to peel off, scoot around his ally, go back up here so that they can benefit from their thing. They've got a thing. And there's a battle axe coming at that time. Yep. Hmm. That sounds like a thing that would happen. I assume a 14 misses. Yes, a 14. That also misses. And then the other guy's got potentially three attacks. Okay, that might actually hit. Um, Your AC is 21? It's been increased because I'm parrying currently. Okay, what's your... Then, yeah. It is currently 21. Is currently 22. Yes. So, (laughs) lots of battle axes do not hit you successfully. And lots of battle axes and bites because they were using bites for agile. Ting, 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 ting. ting. (laughs) You you sort of catch the last one's teeth with your sword. Hail. Yep. All right. There are, there is a null in front of me. I would like to make him not in front of me. Actually. And Hale turns around. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dumbest joke, but it is really funny. I'm not gonna lie. I'd like to make him not in front of me. (laughs) So. I have a fun question. Yep. We're on the edge of a... Uh, we're on a narrow ledge. Yeah, a narrow ledge that is sort of... There's an overhang on both sides of you, but yes. Oh, we're on... Oh, we're in a... We're in a, we're in a canyon, not, a, not on a ledge. A canyon is not the word the book uses to describe it, but it's more like a passage so there are walls I can't, on the side of us not not a short story is i can't grab him and chuck him and make him go flying for about five feet before he stops starts to stop flying um if you wanted to this this edge would be where you'd go what i meant is that there's a hang over you um like oh, this there's an overhang above it from the sky. Oh, okay, okay. The, yeah. So there there's, is a cliff. There's like a little slanty roof of right. 
of but there is a cliff edge. There is there is fall down this way. So I'm going to walk forward. I'm going to say hi to the knoll. How are you doing? Are you having a good day? And just push him. All right. Try to push him off. It's gonna probably be something strength related. Is there a specific ability that we're using or are we just improvising? Uh, can I use athletics? Hmm. That seems like the one you'd use, yeah. Okay. Um. Subtract two from this roll because, uh, no wait, subtract one from this roll because of, of, of armor. Because for some reason, armor subtracts from your strength-based abilities. <laughs> because Pathfinder is dumb. It's because it's restrictive. It's it's like you. I get, have... I, I get it. It's it. It just seems. Cool. Um, that would be a twenty-two. I mean, he rolled a natural one, so. Wow! Yeah, there's a knoll right, flying down a cliff. All right, that was my first action. Okay. I step forward. Uh. I'm a is one of these two still alive or are they both? Yeah, one of them's still alive. He's going to be less alive as I as, as I start swinging my sword at him and almost certainly miss both times. Um so am I this is my second action which is a minus 5 to it. Uh that would be uh It, it should be your third cuz you've moved too. Yeah. It's your third action but it's your first attack. So it shouldn't be at any negative penalty. Correct. Oh. It's not okay, about well, what order a... you do things in. It's just about how many times you swing your sword. That's a 24 then. All right. That's <clears throat> um, four. So not quite crit, but it was pretty close. Eight slashing damage. Got it. All right. Bleed damage. Four, da- four points of bleed damage. Yeah, he had one hit point left. He was dead anyway. <laughs> he bleeds out. <clears throat> he bleeds out, having the GM curse that no one moved away from his ability to use attack of opportunity. Fucked <laughs> on. There's one no left alive. Uh, doesn't it hit my mark? Doesn't it hit my hunt target? One action, second action, twin takedown. Natural 20 on the first hit. And a 19 plus 9 is 28 on the second hit, which I believe we previously established is also a crit. Mm-hmm. The 8 and a d6 on the first one. Yeah. Great. Um... Three times twelve uh, plus four is sixteen, and second one and so twenty-six points of damage total on the twin takedown, and he's bleeding. Uh, is he still up? What? Is he still up? Nope. He's okay. dead. Yay! 
Uh, you guys have hacked your ways through a few knolls. Um, if it is relevant to you, uh, they do seem to have some armor fit for knolls, so probably not that useful to you, and weapons. <sighs> I'm in pain. I'm picking up a short bow. <laughs> so going through them, you can find that the leader has a composite short bow and the others have short bows. Dibs! I could actually use the composite short bow if you wanted me to shoot things, but... <laughs> no, you're doing I good! I have an interesting understanding of dibs. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your short bow. I will. There is also a scimitar. Um, a scimitar, a long spear. Um, but for some reason, they didn't even bother to put in the attack, attack items. They had a long spear. They just weren't using it. Yeah. They had a long square that the DMG didn't tell me how to use. Um, and the Null Warriors have battle axes and short bows. You want any of these? I say pointing at the long spear and battle axes to hail. Nope. Uh, I will uh, I, I will stick with my, my trusty Do they have any I... coin on them? They do not seem to. They they have a few of what looks like trophies from past fights with monsters and the general uh Yeah. Out yeah. of curiosity, does anybody have healing potions amongst the three of us? Uh I let do. Me see. I could I use do. one. Yes, I have a I have a couple lesser healing potions you can have. I, I say as I'm bleeding from various bite and slash marks. I've got one. I yeah, I hand a lesser over. I will chug however many of them you decide to give me. Because I have two hit points currently. How many do you have, Hale? How many? potions do you have? Two. Okay. Well, one now. Healing potion. Healing. Where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you? Uh, if you've just got one of the lesser ones, it's a D8. Okay. Seven. Uh, now I'm at nine hit points. The mountain ledge narrows significantly before coming into an end in an overhanging shelf of rock. But direct east. Wait, did I already read this? Uh, no. No, I did not. Sorry. No, the one you had read said started with the narrow path hugging the mountains. Yes, thank you. Um. A door of solid black stone has 
has been set into the mountainside. At one point, the door may have been difficult to notice, but recent damage, as if inflected by poorly crafted tools, suspect knolls, has made the mysterious doorway quite apparent. We know how to open this thing. There is no obviously available handhold. I would like to investigate. Yeah. Take a look and see anything that looks like a keyhole. Yep. Or or uh, lock mechanism. Uh, secret secret way. For anyone that's looking. You guys do that. I'm just gonna lean against this wall here Perception. and slowly bleed. <laughs> There's a door there. <laughs> Is it really a door? I rolled a one. I rolled a 16 total. It's an illusion. Vix tries to walk through it. <laughs> I rolled a 20. What's 8 plus 17? 25. That. I rolled that. Oh, wait, that's, the, that's not the bestiary. That's why I can't find that thing that I flagged. So, what did Vakton roll? 25. Okay. So it's a 25. Um, looking around after a moment, Vakton, you notice off to the side, there's a cleverly concealed hidden latch connected to the door's base, or near the door's base. Um, While the two of them are investigating the door... I walk over and very quietly hit the latch. Do you want to it worked. end of the description or no? Oh, okay. I will wait to hear the end of the description. I thought that was the end. Sorry. Um, you also notice that something's off about the door. Potentially smashing it would be a bad idea. Okay. So yeah, I will then go hit the latch quickly before they start hitting the door. Okay. Um, does that disarm this trap? Do you actually need to... Oh, wait. What, did, did, the, did the latch look off or the door look off? The door looked off, and the thing that you're certain of in relation to the door being off with a 19 is that smashing it would likely be a bad idea. Okay. The door still looks off. Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> but that's... Adventure. Yeah, no, it, it's it's not it, it's the door is trapped. Hitting it probably makes the trap go off, but opening the door, I I don't know. So yeah, I would I would. Fair enough. I okay. I would just um, open the door with the latch, <laughs> while the other two are in front of the door. <laughs> as the door shoves forward ten feet, throwing us off the ledge. <laughs> Make me a reflex save, the person who grabbed the latch. Okay, it's me then. All right. Wait, no. 
Huh. Don't put a trap specifically for latches on a door and then... Yeah, you're going to need to make me a reflex save, and this is going in the commentary section for really unclear wording. The, the latch was trapped, not the door. Got it. But the door specifically is called out as the thing you can see is trapped. Yeah, that's weird. That is that is poorly put and together. The trap also activates when you smash the door. Uh, 26 reflex save. Yeah. I, I'm just... Oh, the latch is... Okay, I figured out what I misunderstood and I, I take issue with the way the book does this, but it's near the bottom of the door, concealed in the rocks, which means it's on the door. Oh! So, so roll back a moment. That would have changed what I would do then. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would have, and I want to give you that opportunity. It's just, you understand how that phrasing no. with the third part is not yeah. said? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, sorry latch, about that. The latch is on the door, on the lower section of the door. Near the bottom of the door, concealed in the rock, which I guess is supposed to imply it's on the door. Concealed in the rock of the door is how that sentence yeah. should say. Of the door would be a good sentence ender. Sorry. Yeah, I would like to try to dis... Uh, uh, hang on, guys. I think the door is trapped. Give me it. Let me, let me take a look at it real quick. And I would like to try to disarm the trap. The All door right. isn't real. Thievery, I believe. It's 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 it it is absolutely real, Bix. That's a twenty-five. All right. Yeah. You sort of take a tool and carefully um, slash across the rune, um, dispersing the small rune etched into the door or without allowing the electricity of the trap to flow, um, so you don't get shocked by the electric latch room. Um, yeah. Then I unlatch the door. Go ahead. Yeah. And I need to expose more of this map. Door's open, feel free to go in. I'm gonna pick up a short bow and some arrows while I'm out here while they're going in ahead of me. Okay. I'm not. Uh, I believe you should be able to see more of the map now, correct? Yep. All right. Uh, I assume some of you want to head in? Please. I will take up the lead since I'm probably hardy-ish. Okay, Please. I'm Apparently. going to follow up behind. Lead the way, you two. I will follow behind the two of them. With my... Just sort of plucking at the new short bow that I've picked up off of a dead knoll. All right. So eventually you make your way eventually you make your way towards this cavern that's probably the first thing you yeah yep um you see the cavern off to one side 
Um, this large cavern seems to have been dedicated to the ideals of water on Earth. A set of rough natural stairs leads down from the main, pa main passage into this natural chamber. Holes piercing the walls of the cave allow rivulets? Rivulets? Rivulets. Rivulets of water. I do practice all of these, which makes this worse. Of water to filter into this room, flooding the floor. Several flat top stones project above the water. That seem relevant to us? Um. <clears throat> Bix, you should check and see if that water's magical. Okay. I could. I believe detecting magic is an arcana check. Yes, well, or if you see, I have the, or I also have the uh, cantrip detect magic. If you'd like to use the cantrip, you also can. Yes, I would. Uh, Bix, step up there again. appear to be magical. Nope. Um, Is it fresh water? Bixel dunk his head in. Um, it does appear to be fresh water. Nope, not magical. All right. Uh, Does anything bite him? <laughs> he no. Comes back up with a big piranha <laughs> on his face. I mean. I'm assuming we don't necessarily see like in here at the moment. Yeah, you don't see that far. Just if Bix has apparently gone down to the water, so he would yeah. see just at least down to here. And... Yeah, it might you can't be see around corners. But <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Um, How deep is might, it? It might be worth. Checking and making sure there's nothing in here that's going to sneak after us after we pass by. I can have Astro Scout around. How deep is the water? Hale, where you are, you can make me a perception check. Vakton, uh, are you sending Aster? Yeah. All right. And so yeah. what do you want Aster to do? Just loop the entire room? Yeah, Aster will loop the entire room and looking around. Oh. Uh, give me... One moment while Hale rolls that perception. I got a 10. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I, um, yeah, you don't happen to see anything. Um, the water is about 15 feet deep, uh, though, like, the stairs go into it, so right where you are, it's probably shallower. Um, Aster's perception check is a 24. Okay. One moment. Hold, please. The shark jumps out of the water and swallows your bird. That's a pretty fucking big jump. Uh, I, I just have to check if something... Have you seen how high some sharks can breach? I account for you having a bird, so... 
That's... I'm trying to make a judgment call about um that's a problem. <laughs> um given the ceiling in this room is only so high. We're gonna say that all right john you get to make a choice is the is Vakt, or is your bird going up first or down first uh it probably swings around like this way all right around that all way right. um just counterclockwise around the room mm -hmm. Each outcropping rises about, just about one foot above the water's surface. This five feet for the storms in the northeast chamber. And if you're in the water, you can take cover behind the stones. Um, so that gives you a general sense of how the room is laid out as Aster would see it. Um, and as you make your loop around for for whatever it might be worth aster's speed is 60 feet in the air yeah um i mean the way it's described that is probably not super relevant but no actually aster is high up enough that that doesn't happen Sorry, your bird uh -huh. makes an uneventful loop around the room that totally doesn't have anything in it and isn't an account. How tall is the ceiling here? Um, fairly tall. Not not huge, but fairly tall. Yeah, Master would have been staying up by the ceiling, regardless. Yeah. So. Master doesn't see anything. All right, let's move on then. Back up into the hallway. Mm -hmm. And start oh. heading down. Yep. That looks oh. like that might be... An, uh, that looks like that might be a T-section. Yep, there is definitely a T-section there. And... We're gonna unveil the next section of the tomb area if reveal polygon will let me never mind we're just going to do squares you can't see the fire lava stuff obviously because yeah. you're not there but do, 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 do. What was this thing we're supposed to be looking for again? As we walk, some kind of clock, I guess. Yeah, Whether it's clock. an actual clock or metaphorical clock, no idea. Is this? Do these corridors look man-made or like rough-hewn? The corridors look man-made. Uh, okay. The that was what made the naturalness of that room so unusual. Okay. Um. Oh, we're looking for. Yeah, some look, sort I of see a staircase over here. Looking for some kind of workshop like this. Yeah. A set of stairs tiled in red and white leads upwards around the bend into this chamber. The stairs emerge. You're drawn to a small landing 
before an almost spherical room. This chamber appeared is to be a tribute to the attributes fire and air with a high domed ceiling and a bowl-shaped floor. Small lava had flows trickle flows from the walls. Small lava flows trickle from the wall in the pool towards the pool below, with which a column of smoke pours up to royal against the ceiling above. I'm just getting worse as the night goes on. That's fine. You're good. Um, We're... Yeah. We got lava. Well, that's not what we're looking for, is it? Nope. Fixing drop a rock over the edge. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> uh... Throwing things into lava. How many times do you get a chance to do that? Once, typically, and then a lot of elemental lava. So, we're all gonna roll initiative now. God <laughs> damn it, goblin! Get on the edge, Bix, so you can take the full brunt of it. Got a wisdom of eight, okay? Move your token. <laughs> Nineteen. Holy shit! It's supposed to be horse-shaped, but I couldn't find a horse-shaped fire elemental token. Okay, that is not the accurate size. Okay. <laughs> Holy crap! Everything's going to come in at the wrong sizes because... <coughs> I'm going on 19. Um, and what is my bonus? Going on a 27. <clears throat> I've got an unnatural 20. I push Bix into the lava and run. <laughs> we have your tribute. <laughs> it's got a wisdom of eight. You see flowing lava, you're going to throw something into it. I <laughs> Now we see why my people tend to use them as cannon fodder. <laughs> okay, I don't have to be faster than it, I just have to be faster than the two of you, and I am. All right, so. Uh, <coughs> I don't know if they specifically made these fights really hard to set up, but they did, intentionally or otherwise. Um, All right, Vakton. Um, Bix has just thrown a piece of stone into the lava of the room. Uh, 
Do I see anything occurring at the time? Uh, you can make me a perception roll. Sixteen. Um, with the sixteen, I mean, it's a room full of lava, so that's about what you're seeing at the moment. I think we should get, can, can we, if there's nothing in there but lava, can we leave now? Nasvoktan says that. The ground of this place starts to rumble and the lava starts to boil. Um, and the fire elemental um, forms out, out of the lava and takes an action to move up to the edge. Where someone just threw a rock at him. It's very rude, Vix. Well, I'm not getting close to that. Um, he has a 10 foot reach. So... I wanted to see the splash. You did. This is it. <laughs> Does an 18 hit you, Vix? Yeah, just. <laughs> okay. So you take. Um, Jeremy. I think you were reading the longbow's range wrong. Actually, um, actually coming back to that. Um, I mean, it says range is a hundred. Volley is fifty, and the volley the volley rating is that many feet or less. You have a minus two to hit. Okay, so that's the volley quality. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Which is stupid because, first of all, that's a terrible name for minimum range. Yeah. It second of all, is. <laughs> second of all, I don't think the people who added that that quality to a longbow have ever fired a longbow because you can hit somebody at less than fifty feet, and it's not that much harder. Yeah. All right. Um, but these people also wrote about, wrote about fire elemental fist, which is what Vix is dealing with right now. You take... Can I use a shield? Uh, I'm, look, I'm reading the shield cantrip, but it doesn't say when you the can... The shield is an action. You yeah, can action to cast yeah. shield, and then once it's up, it's like you have a shield. You can use your reaction to impose it between the attack. Okay, so you have to cast it first. Yeah, you have to have cast it first. Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Um, That's why it only costs that... one action. It's fine. 13 fire damage, um, and there's some persistent fire damage. Fix is on fire. Fix is on fire. It takes an action to not be on fire. Do we regret our actions yet? I don't know. Maybe. Hail, it's your turn. Wait, no, it has one more attack. Never mind. Hail, it's your turn. Okay. That is a, so he says, Do we regret our actions yet? And then pulls out his brand new composite short bow. That does not have a negative two. And is firing three arrows. 
Uh, that's an 11. Because I rolled a natural 4. That's a 6. Because I again rolled a natural 4. And there's a natural 1. Three dice. Nothing above a 4. John's reaction is the correct reaction. It's also Vakhtan's reaction, just in the background. Just... <laughs> Two, cool, cool. I think I just shot myself in the foot. Maybe we should be running. <laughs> it's a good thing that I shot myself in the foot with the weapon that has propulsive protect quality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Jeremy cannot catch a break, but unfortunately, none of those hit. Though you don't injure yourself with critical failures. Uh, <laughs> not until you get like five in a row. Then <laughs> you just go like, yeah, I, I was pulls a muscle. Captain just slitting his own neck. Um, but yeah, fix that makes it your turn. Uh, Bix screams and he will cast fear on this thing. Uh, so he needs has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right, what's the DC? 18. All right, it fails. What happens? Um, just a how much did it fail? But just a regular failure. Just a regular failure. Uh, it has a lot of immunities, but none of them are specifically the word fear. So I'm just asking. He is. Uh, he is considered to be. Is it frightened one? I think it's frightened. It's target failure. He's frightened too. All right. If anyone could grab me the page number for frightened too. That would also be awesome. Looking it up, which is Thanks. conditions. Uh, that'll be on page. Uh, page. 322 in the book, which is 321 on the PDF. Uh, you are gripped by fear and struggle to control your nerves. The frightened condition always includes a value. You take a conditional penalty equal to this value to your checks and saving throws. Unless specified otherwise, at the end of each of your turns, the value of your frightened condition decreases by one. When it hits zero, you are no longer frightened. He's got a minus two to everything he does right now. And every turn it reduces. Got it. Which keep track of that in his token. I f I actually kind of like that better than the way fear is handled in fifth ed. I definitely like that better than the part where party people will get frightened, run away, and then realize they can't get closer. Yeah, because that can happen. Yeah. Um and. is going to back up into the tunnel. <laughs> and probably get swiped at, but 
Um, That's a thing. I don't think he has the. We will absolutely confirm that for you, because I want to. I don't want to see you hurt, but I also want to see, <laughs> see the game played fairly. Nope, nope. And I, doing this, fully expected to get swiped at. <laughs> uh, Seem like he swipes at you as you walk away. Seeing if we die is one of the parts of playtesting. Yep. So I'm going to take <clears throat> my first action to shoot a single arrow at him. And single arrow. That is an 18 to hit. An 18 will not hit, sorry. <laughs> right, I'm leaving, and I use my second to, <laughs> I use my second action to move 30 feet. Fair enough. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then my third action to move 30 feet. 5, 10, into the, heading this way. Do they follow you out into the hallway? This is important. I don't know. They don't see... It doesn't seem like they can fit, but they might be able to on account of being an elemental, so... They're... Uh, squishy. Also got stuff going on in relation to magic rooms. Okay. By the way... Make it the fire elemental's turn. I'm 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 further beyond than here. I just stopped here because there wasn't any more space illuminated. All right. Fire Elemental moves in, kills Hale and Bix, and Vac-10 continues on as all. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but these things are not e easy to fight. Uh, I'd imagine not. Um, Especially not when we're level four. <laughs> so no this horse-shaped element until leaps up onto the platform. It's Ponytop. Yeah, yeah, it's Ponytop. Ponytop is going to strike you with his tendrils of fire, your hail. Okay. 18? Uh, that is my armor class, so yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Bix is on fire. Yep. We'll resolve that now because I forgot it on Vix's turn. Um, so you take seven plus six fire damage, so 13, 13. 13 fire damage to hail and uh, Bix, let me grab those dice. Um, on your turn, you would have taken, so you now take six fire damage. Okay. Um, Hale, you're also on fire until you take an action to not be on fire. Okay. 
Yeah. That's his first that's his first attack. Um sorry. Uh, sorry. Um Yeah. I was spacing how much damage? Uh 13. 13, okay. 13 fire damage. I I think we're all a little bit spaced out at this point. Um That misses. Good. Um The way you said that makes me think that it was not a miss. The third attack's probably not. I just need to do math at things. 15 plus 13 minus 7 is a number. 15 plus 13 minus 7 is 28. Minus 7 is 21. Thank you. That would have hit me. So that hits. Yes, Sorry. it does. Um, and you take. I hate math. And you, did, and you did account for the minus two, right? Yeah, because it was minus. Did that account. Even with a minus two, it's two. a nineteen, which hits me. Yeah, I, I think I accounted for it. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, so it was a 19. Sorry. Still hits. My armor class is 18. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so you take 13 more fire damage. Okay. Um, that hurt. You're still on fire, but not anymore on fire. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, ah! 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 You are in fuego. You are not in fuego. Dos. All right, Fix, it's your turn. And you didn't take an action to put the fire out last round, so... You are well, I already on. took that damage from the last round, didn't I? It's continuous. Yeah. Oh. It, it continues until... Should I take it on the beginning of, me, the beginning of my turn? Yep. yep. I, I think I've said that. Yeah, <laughs> just like bleeding and acid yeah. damage and stuff like that. Okay. Um... So this turn, you take five fire damage. Ow. I'm still alive. I would suggest taking an action to put yourself out. Yeah, so my first action will be to put myself out. You're no longer on fire. Should I? But still screaming uh, for five, and then running away. So five, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and running away some more. And which... Pause, look around, I'm doing this, and he's going to follow back down. All right. Uh, I should probably have revealed more of the map to you. You guys are the goddamn worst. <laughs> you can run away too. In fact, well, it is your turn. turn. It is your turn to run away. How much damage do I take from the fire? Thank you for reminding me. Two. Okay, that's good. You remind your GM and the dice are nice to you. Because I don't have that many more hit points left. Action to put fire out. <laughs> pat, 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 pat. Run. 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 
Strongly consider going this way. Yeah, and run some more. <laughs> He's going over here and waiting for a turn. All right. I told you guys I was running. <clears throat> Lock time. I'm continuing. Move. Move. All right. Brace for box text as you round that corner because I assume you're moving twice, which would probably get. I'm going to be moving potentially three times. Well, bracing for box text. Yep. Bracing for box text. Um. Going to ritualistically murder roll 20. I've been Wait, engulfed. That's, that's... I've been engulfed in the darkness. <laughs> Sorry, the reveal and hide buttons are next to each other. There we go. Visible now? Yes. We'll just grab that bit in case. Okay. A straight hallway separates an ornate stone door on the western wall from a circular room to the east. The door has no latch or lock and depicts a sacrious man in relief. He wears a robe and holds a book look at a quill across his chest. Golden accent can set the stone and give him a sense of majesty. But his eyes are gone, gouged out of the stone and filled with this tarry black paint. The circular room has a low ceiling and four concentric circles on the floor uh, around the dais on the, in the center. Each of these circles features a glowing object or phenomenon within its ring. The outermost emits an orange flame from a small spout. The ring next has a protrusion, a translucent purple stone that glows faintly. The third is inset with a small circular basin that shines with green light from below the water. The innermost ring includes a small vent that pours forth vapor or shot with white light. The dais inside the four rings supports a complex device, a piece of brass atop a metal pole covered in dials and complex runes. I call back over my shoulder. I found a door and a puzzle that opens the door that's probably where we need to go. And I continue moving right. to, to here. And I'm going to use my third action to look at the room with a perception check. Uh, that's a 26. All right. There's nothing to say they can't. Okay. Um. All right, Vix. Um. 
I'm going to take an action to take a healing potion. And I get back six points. And then he's going to continue running. <laughs> Bix, if you touch anything in this room, I will kill you. <laughs> and he looks at the dial going, ooh, okay. I, arrow <laughs> in your face. I and know. look back. Is the thing following us? It doesn't seem to be at this point. Yeah, I'm waiting there for I'm waiting there for a few for probably a good thirty seconds. Yeah, waiting to All see right. if it if it emerges. If it does not, only then. Yeah. Do I down my healing my last healing potion, which heals how much? If it's a lesser one, it's a D eight. Why would you wait to heal? Why would you wait to drink the potion until after the you know the fight's done? Because if you're in the process of drinking a potion and you know you're not complete, you've only like had a very small amount. But the fire elemental comes around the corner. All I'm saying is that it takes more than a few seconds to drink something of this size. So it might kill you before you finish it. So you might as well be ready. So you're you're doing the Dark Souls thing where you don't want to drink the Estus Flask mid-fight because you will die. Also, I got all of two hit points back. That's and of- then I follow these assholes. I assume you put out the fire immediately. Uh, no, I had I had put it out as last, last turn. Last turn. I see we're all now. What? How do I suck for not getting punched by a fire elemental? You just do. You shot a knoll when it was going to leave peacefully, and I wouldn't have been bitten and sliced half to death. You don't know that it was going to leave peacefully. I'm pretty certain it was going to leave peacefully. You don't know that. It was reaching for you. I couldn't see what it was reaching for. So it was reaching I, I'm sorry. For, it I made was a reaching call. for the manticore tail. I made a judgment call based on what I was able to see and assess at the time. And I could have very well saved your life. I'm sorry. You didn't. Are you alive? Not from any effort on your part. <laughs> I strongly disagree. There was a there was also a knoll behind you while you were fighting the other ones that I nicely pushed off a cliff for you. You see what I do for you? I murder people for you. just holds up a hand and starts counting. <laughs> what are you counting? What? Antlion, Manticore, Null, 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 Scorpion. Null, Null, Null. All right. Okay. So yeah, now sure. you only owe me 12. Some of those were the Manticore pet 
or the pet dogs. Sorry. Sure. Also hyenas. That's right. <laughs> sure, sure. You've got more kills this time. <laughs> there was that time I topped. Do you remember like eight months ago? You were asleep. And I went out and I killed a bunch. I I went out and I killed a bunch of small hobgoblin. Okay, you can call them children. They weren't children. <laughs> They're bigger than hobgoblins I was. are born as soldiers, <laughs> for Christ's sake. You've been saving that information for just such an argument. <laughs> You're goddamn right I have. I found a puzzle. I say You're pointing welcome. at the room. <laughs> yep, that is definitely a puzzle. <laughs> I would say it probably has something. The two rooms we just came through had decidedly a balance of earth and water yeah. and a balance of fire and yeah. air qualities. I imagine that's related. Anyone who can like can make me an arcana, nature, occultism, or religion roll. I nature. will roll. I will. Okay, it was survival, arcana, nature, religion, right? Uh, not survival. Arcana, nature, occultism, or a religion. I will make it an arcana roll. Nature. I have a plus one to all of those. So, um, I will, uh, you know what? I'm going to make it, uh, you're doing nature, you're doing arcana. I'm going to do occultism. Yeah, I've got a plus two to occultism, a plus two to arcana, a plus four to religion, and a plus seven to nature. Tell me what you guys rolled. I understand that there are many options for making this roll. Okay, this thing will stop rolling off my desk. I rolled a 23. Nice boxes. A 21. <clears throat> 12. All right. So none of you are able to start solving the puzzle, but the two of you who rolled above 20 have a fairly solid idea of how this system works and how you might go about solving the puzzle. It seems that each of these elements that has the concentric circle will, will contains within it a rune. And that rune will need to be deciphered. And looking at the first rune and assuming that the others are similar, there are things you could potentially do to make deciphering the runes easier. Um, Vakton giving your background um, sabotaging them with thievery comes to mind as you did with the rune outside. Um, and Bix <laughs> with, um, with it still very fresh in your mind, there's probably an elemental for each of the core, each of the core elements of this space Slaying them or otherwise disrupting them might have some significant effect upon uh, the way significant effect or give you other options for 
you're making solving it easier. You suspect that, I don't know if you're to say this, um, you suspect that it's going to require a very challenging arcana, nature, occultism, or religion check to attempt to decipher these runes, and you'll need to do that to each of them. I have an idea. I want to, I'm not going back into that elemental room. I want to try to. I, I want to try a thievery check on one of them. Let's go with the water uh, one because it's not going to burn me. Run. What? Thievery check on the fire rune. On the water rune. Okay. Nothing is said about having to solve them in order. Good to know. Um. Yeah. Make me a thievery check. That's a twenty-five. 25 is a success. You think you've made this an easier problem to solve of by cutting through the non-essential parts of the room. I try to make a nature check to solve it. But... Yeah. Natural 20. Natural 20 is always a success. Um, <laughs> Didn't so, yeah, matter. <laughs> you sort of place this rune into its correct location. Um... Now, is this manipulating runes on the on the dais in the middle, or is it manipulating runes on the door? They're on the floor, I believe. Yeah, they're on the floor. Yeah, not on the door. I will go try to do that again on the rock. All right, go for it. Thievery check. Let's say twenty-four. 24, you think you have decreased the difficulty by excluding parts of it. Nature check, uh, 23. I hate math. Yeah, um, again, and you successfully decipher this rune, rune um, seemingly you're halfway done with this puzzle. I'll move on to the steam vent, or the vapor vent, next. Another 25 for the thievery check. And a 24 for the nature check. Third one is completed. Now let's hope I don't roll a natural one on the fire one and die. <laughs> thievery check. Don't worry, if you do, we'll finish it for you. Well, it's a six on the dice, which makes it a 12 thievery check. <laughs> you start scratching away, but this one, you're just being very careful not to disrupt anything that's actually essential to the, essential to the puzzle, and, and it's not any less complicated for your efforts. Fuck. All right. <sighs> Natural 20 on the nature check. <laughs> yeah that's fine sure as you complete the final element um, you have all four of the codes and have confirmed them with the thing so you walk up to the central dais and start entering the codes each of these glowing runes in turn in cycle was to create a straight line in towards the, the ornate doors on the other side um and this is where a minotaur comes out and kills all three of us. 
No, no, the Minotaur's in the labyrinth above that you guys avoided by knowing where the back door was. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> Do the doors open automatically, or we have to push them open? Um, yeah. I don't know, Bix. Push them open. Well, I'm, I'm checking. Because <laughs> um. I was thinking if we step over to the hallway, I was going to use Mage Hand to open up the door. Uh, it doesn't work. That, that doesn't stop the Baylor from killing you. And so the doors slowly grind open from safe into the next area of the map. Um, I hope this is at the very least a place where we can close the doors behind us and rest. Oh. Would Just appreciate that. that. There we go. Uh... Glowing hieroglyphs shimmer on the walls of this oddly shaped room. Now and then, one of the hieroglyphs shimmers and changes, or even vanishes altogether, while no new glowing glyphs manifest elsewhere, none of where none were previously. Slowly rotating circular diagrams are interspersed with glowing runes along the wall. Mostly rigid, immobile shapes of several mummified human bodies. The mechanism by which the dead remain upright is not immediately up. Portions of this room appear unfinished, with building materials still cluttered in the corners. Another body he floats limply near the ceiling of the room, wearing a metal mask over its face. It doesn't look mummified like the others, and its long hair dangles limply. And that, I believe, is where we're going to end for the night, because this would go long. All right. Say goodbye, everybody. Okay. Bye. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.